Hello, my name is Dr. Judy King. I'm a consultant medical oncologist based at the Royal Free in London. I'm going to talk a little bit about the HER2 CLIMB trial, which we um, discussed at ESMO 2021. So tucatinib is a new tyrosine kinase inhibitor um, targeting HER2. And so I suppose the first question is, why do we need another drug in this space? And I think the answer to that is that we have a very good um, standard of care with taxane and dual HER2 antibodies in first line. And then historically, we've had TDM1 second line. But then in that third line, so what do we do after that? And historically, it's been very much physician's choice, lots of different options. And so this was the study population. So very heavily pre-treated metastatic HER2 positive breast cancer. They'd all had docetaxel and dual antibodies, and they'd all progressed after TDM1 and were randomized to capecitabine and trastuzumab, so chemo, trastuzumab, plus or minus tucatinib. And then the results have we've seen with progression-free survival and overall survival for both of those endpoints, it was a positive study. So a positive improvement in progression-free survival and overall survival. In addition to that, in the metastatic HER2 positive population, the other thing that's really important is those patients who develop brain metastases. So we know that all of us have seen patients where the systemic disease is very well controlled, but then they develop disease in brain. And with the Ducatinib study and the HER2 CLIMB study, we also saw that progression in brain was reduced and there were so reduced progression in brain in the tucatinib arm. So I think that's really clinically relevant for our patient population. So I suppose, what does that mean going forward? How will this sort of change the treatment paradigm? So prior to ESMO, I would have said that um, clearly this is excellent data in a heavily pretreated population. And so the tucatinib, capecitabine, trastuzumab combination sort of comes in in the second line. And I think that's still true, but obviously we've just had some really exciting data from the DESTINY3 trial, which was looking at one of the newer antibody drug conjugates, which is called trastuzumab deroxican. And that went head to head with TDM1 in the second line. And actually, this was an incredible piece of data um, that was presented. And so on the basis of that, I think that there will be a new standard of care in metastatic HER2 positive breast cancer. So the first line will stay the same, taxane and dual HER2 antibodies. But the second line, which used to be TDM1, I think on the basis of Destiny 03, that's now going to become trastuzumab deroxican. So then that third line still, I think that is still an area where we're going to see this capecitabine, trastuzumab, tucatinib combination come in probably after trastuzumab, deroxican. So I think we are at a point where the, um, the HER2 positive space has suddenly got lots of new options and we will see some, some repositioning of the, of the standard of care as a result of what we've seen at ESMO 2021. So I think when we think about brain metastases patients, whether or not that would be a reason for bringing tucatinib in and an earlier line. I think we'll have to have a look firstly at the brain metastases data with trastuzumab deroxican, because I think it may well be that if, if we see greater activity in brain with the tucatinib TKI, that might be a reason to choose that drug over other drugs at an earlier line in the future. But at the moment, I mean, the trastuzumab deroxican data was so striking that you would probably want to go in with that in the second line in the first instance. 
So when we're thinking about new drugs, obviously the first thing you think about is do they work? But then the second thing is, well, if you add a new agent, is it going to be more toxic? Is it going to be difficult to manage in the clinic? What is the safety profile of these agents, especially with metastatic patients, that sort of benefit and you know quality of life? It's really important. So the important thing to know about the tucatinib combination is that there was very little additional toxicity over and above what you see with capecitabine trastuzumab. In fact, when you speak to the investigators who are running the study, they would say, honestly, they couldn't tell who was on capecitabine tucatinib and who didn't have tucatinib. So there was a little bit more diarrhea, there was a little bit of liver enzymes going up and down, but the discontinuation rate was low, it was around 5%. So I think, and actually a lot of what you were seeing was because the tucatinib group was doing well, so they were on treatment for longer. So you actually got a little bit more capecitabine toxicity, you know, with the hand uh, PPE, hand foot syndrome, that kind of thing. So all in all, very easy drug to use. So I think that if you go into the clinic next week and you're seeing patients with metastatic breast cancer, with HER2 positive breast cancer, I think the, the very strong message is that we have a couple of new agents which are very effective, which are very exciting. And so from a patient perspective, this is all really good news. I mean, people have been saying, where will we use tucatinib? What will we use trastuzumab? What's the order going to be? And that's something for, for clinicians to worry about. But from a patient perspective, the message is we've got lots of new agents in this space, lots of effective new drugs. So this is really exciting news for our patients.